1: This week on your favorite soap opera, it's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan.
2: Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. For those of you who tune into the show every week, welcome back and thank you for your support. And for those of you out there who are first-time listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you enjoy today's show, and that you'll become a regular listener of our weekly chat about anything and everything soaps. Now, we have something of a trend going on here on Soap Central Live. Last week, my guests were one of all my children's most talked-about couples, and this week, there is another sizzling daytime couple on deck. Individually, my guests are award-winning performers, but together, they make up one of General Hospital's hottest couples, How hot are they? Well, their characters, Dante Falconeri and Lulu Spencer, were named the hottest couple in all of daytime in this year's SoapCentral.com awards. And they've just received another honor that, well, let's just say it's the icing on the cake. Please welcome to the show, Julie Berman and Dominic Sempronia. Hi. Hello. Hi, guys. How are you today?
3: Good, thank you. How are you?
2: I'm, I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for taking some time to drop by the show today.
3: Pleasure to be here.
2: I'm going to start off with a question for both of you, and it's a question that I had, but uh, from the hundreds and hundreds of emails that came in when folks found out you'd be appearing on the show, it was something that was a a similar thread. So, when the two of you started working together, did either of you have any idea exactly how well-received Lulu and Dante would be as a couple?
4: No, I mean, you know, you you work with lots of different people, and You know, just different things happen with different people, and different uh, viewers respond uh, to certain couples, and we're very fortunate to have such a large group of people responding to us.
3: And Dominic? Yeah, I totally knew it was going to happen. Really? Uh, No, I'm kidding. No, (laughs) not at all. I... You know what I think when you when you get put together with someone, kind of it's a total touch and go from everyone's standpoint, actors through writers through producers directors, and there's only so much you can everyone can do and just hope that it works and people like it and uh, um, I still to this day I mean even the things you said just now that there's a lot of emails and you know we also didn't know that we were named the whatever couple you said <laughs> we were named the hottest couple uh, in all of daytime. I mean, that's amazing. That, that's pretty fantastic, I think. I mean, we had no idea, and, uh, and it's...
4: And it just means that we're such good actors because we totally hate each other in real life.
3: We don't get along. <laughs> Unfortunate.
2: Well, obviously, we're, uh, loving each other and, and caring about each other in real life really does help, and it plays out on screen. But I'm curious, for your characters, when do you think was the first time that they realized that there was really kind of something going on between them?
3: Uh, well, Lulu, probably the very first time she met Dante in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: I think that's the opposite. Um, I don't know when they... Bought. Come on, I got
3: my ass kicked by your brother. I, think, like, that's I think
4: when they, uh, when he, he he seemed to be a consistently good guy, and and he didn't give up, and he saved her life, and, uh... And they bonded, I think when when she was drowning, I think she really saw what a good guy he was, and um and I say was because he totally sucks now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding uh, but i think I think somewhere around there is maybe when they both uh started to maybe accept that there was something bigger going on,
3: but it was also because we did have a friendship beforehand i mean we didn't we weren't thrown into the the love making fire you know within a month or two like they they really kind of took their time with us and and let fans kind of invest in it and then we started investing in it and you know i mean we got we our characters went through a ton of stuff together you know before what's going to be coming up you know
2: and we will definitely talk about a little bit about that in the next segment because i know so many fans uh probably have their crayons out and have circled may 5th on their calendars
3: Yes, we we cook more eggs on May 5th. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
4: <laughs> I told my dad to not watch May 5th, <laughs> if that's any indication of how it will be.
3: Anyway, that was the next segment he
4: said. Oh. <laughs> no, no,
2: don't worry. Uh, we hop around all over the place here. But uh, okay. you mentioned the, the scenes in which the basement was flooded and, and Lulu was near death, and actually there's a fan question that came in about that. It's more from a technical nature. And uh, I don't have a name for the person, but they want to know how long did it take to film those flooded basement scenes? And was the water really cold or were you just acting that it was cold?
3: The water wasn't that cold. It took hours, probably like six hours to shoot all those scenes. And it was a lot of talking and a lot of dialogue. And, uh, and uh, obviously you're wearing all your clothes. And on top of that, I think Julie had to pee the whole time. I
4: did. I, I got in and already realized I had to go to the bathroom, and I refused to to get out. And the the running water behind me was just a killer, and so it just added to the drama. That's a,
2: that wasn't quite the answer that I think uh, we expected. But no, that's uh, I can imagine having to be in the water for six hours Uh, and not wanting to be the one that makes them cut has got to be a a lot of pressure, too, on top of everything.
4: Right. Well, it was fun. It was was a different experience, and and it was cool. So we're going to
2: backtrack just a little bit. One of the things that I found a lot of listeners like to find out is the soap connection for everybody who's on the soaps. So for both of you, were either of you familiar with the soaps, either as being a viewer, or did you grow up in a household where someone was watching the soaps?
3: Um, my parents, uh, run two dance schools. And so they, uh, they, um, would, would they, they started work pretty much at 4 p.m. every day. So they, hey, <laughs> so they'd, uh, they'd start work late afternoon. Um, so they kind of, uh, would watch soaps during the afternoon when they were on. Um, so I, I'd, I'd see them from time to time, but I never really sat and watched any of them. You know, the only one I sat and watched, to tell you the truth and I shouldn't even mention it because it's a competitor, but so I won't mention it. But uh but it was like my grandparents favorite show and whenever I went over there my grandfather would always pretend that it was my grandmother who really wanted to watch the watch the show, but he'd be suspiciously like in his favorite chair at the same time every day like hollering for me and her to come join him in the living room all of a sudden, you know? So <laughs> He was like this, this sort of uh, inco- closet, fan. closet fan, incognito soap guy, you know. And he was like an Italian mechanic, so it was pretty funny. <laughs> How about you, Julie?
4: No, I uh, nope. I got. I don't have a good story at all because I did not watch soap operas. But um, so it goes. Now I do. <laughs> now I work on one.
2: Well, that's interesting then, because it, if you had watched the soaps, I wonder if, if things would have been differently. Uh, for folks who may not be familiar with your character, Lulu is, of course, the only daughter of the super couple Luke and Laura Spencer. I'm wondering, not knowing anything about G.H., did you have any sort of uh, intimidation factor when you found out you'd be working with Tony Geary and Jeannie Francis?
4: No, I didn't because I had no idea who they were. I mean, they could have been Joe Schmo and, you know, whoever. So uh, I think it helped me and... That when I got to read with Tony for the part, he was just another actor and and he wasn't uh, anyone to be afraid of. he was someone who's who's supposed to you know help you and help make the scene better and that's all I saw him as and and so uh, you know it, it worked for me to not have any preconceived notions about the uh, the show and the actors. So other
2: than being a Spencer and the daughter of a super couple, what else should? Uh, maybe folks who are thinking of giving G.H. a try, what else should they know about Lulu?
5: She's hot.
3: South <laughs> um, <laughs> Brooklyn.
4: Dante thinks she's hot. Yes. Um, I don't know. I, she's, uh, you know, I think the writers use her to, to, to do a lot of interesting things in the realm of daytime television. And um, for that, she's a very interesting character who's who uh Gets to almost push the limits of of different storylines, so I find her to be a, an extremely um, interesting and watchable character.
2: And Dominic, you're not uh, out in the in, by yourself here either. Of course, your son is, or your character is the son of mobster Sonny Corinthos, but you know Sonny didn't know this until after he shot and tried to kill your character. Right. Uh, I guess the first question is, will Dante be sending Sonny a Father's Day card? And second, uh, you know, what about you? I'll send him the
3: hospital bill.
2: (laughs) Okay. And what about, uh, you know, in terms of working with Maurice Bernard, uh, was that something that you had an idea of coming in? Were you aware of who he was?
3: I I was aware of who Maurice was. I didn't know who he was, but I knew you see Maurice everywhere. You know, that's a face you recognize, you know. Um, But... uh, no, I mean, it, it answer your question. I mean, it, I I also feel the same way as Julie. It was kind of nice when I did come in to read with him, because he was just another actor. You know, I mean, I recognized him, and I was like, I know he's the the guy on this show. But um, I probably would have been staring at the ceiling if if I knew who he was. No, I'm just saying, like, he's he's a pretty intimidating figure, and in a, um, I mean, lucky for me, we kind of. Are, are pretty good together, and we can kind of throw punches back and forth at each other, and uh, and I think it comes through in the scenes.
2: Now, as I mentioned, and I, I guess you guys didn't know, but the Hottest Couple Award isn't the only thing that you won. Sit back and brace yourself for this. In this year's Subcentral.com Dankies Awards, you guys really cleaned up. Uh, Julie was named Outstanding Supporting Actress and Outstanding Younger Performer, and, Dominic, you were named Outstanding Supporting Actor and Outstanding Newcomer. And oh, these are cool.
4: we both know why he didn't get Younger Performer, because he's an
3: old man. <laughs> no, never mind. Julie shouldn't be able to get Younger and Supporting. It's, I'm uh, just you're, that you're awesome. The categories.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> now, these are unique
2: in that these are awards that are strictly they're nominated and then voted upon by the Soap fans. So uh, I want to give you an opportunity to speak directly to the fans uh, about what it means to you to have won. Uh, just everything that was possible.
3: Well, I'll go first. But I I just want to say thank you. Really truly thank you from the bottom of my heart because I've I don't think I've really ever won much before in my life. So, uh and and when I took on this part, I uh it's a you you guys are a tough um group to crack and uh I think there was a lot of uh um, not naysayers, but people who were kind of not expecting me to, to be around here maybe still, but, but I think, you know, I, I owe it to you guys for really getting behind me and, and really digging what I'm doing. And I thank you very, very, very much for all of that.
4: Um, and I'm obviously insanely grateful cause, um, you know, you never know uh, if you're here long enough, if people start to tire of you or, um, you know, don't, don't, like what you're doing anymore. So I guess I feel very, very grateful that there are people out there that still <laughs> like me. So like you. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I know it's so weird because most people don't like me at all. Um Honestly, that's 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 the coolest thing. I mean, it's obviously we we do what we do, and the, the fans are the reason we're on the air. So their feedback is insanely important, and um you know, I totally, totally appreciate it. I think it's awesome.
3: Well, there Julie, are definitely Julie, a lot of people who... To me though, still.
4: It was totally me voting every <laughs> single time. <laughs> ah,
2: that explains. Yeah. yeah. No, it, was, it, was, uh, it was handily. Uh, but there are certainly a lot of people out there who like you. We're going to give some fans a chance to talk to you in the next segment as we come up here on our commercial break. We'll talk more about this big May 5th and that sweet honor that uh, will be bestowed upon you guys. So stay tuned for more of SubCentral Live coming up after the break.
1: are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want a dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey,
2: everybody, and welcome back. To Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and I'm joined this week by General Hospital stars Dominic Zampronia and Julie Berman. Welcome back, guys. Thank you. Now, you know, we've teased it enough, and I'm sure the diehard fans already know what's going to happen on May 5th. Uh, and I don't want to steal your thunder. Uh, I'm sure there's a joke in there somewhere. But uh, I'll let you two set the stage. What is it about May 5th that's such a big deal?
3: I I don't know. Like honestly, I, we just we cook a dinner and then we go to sleep. Yeah. It's, it's kind of weird.
4: Kind of, you know, usual
2: day. <laughs>
3: is it a
2: special special dinner? Is it uh, you know, maybe some
3: <laughs> pasta or something? Something crazy? It actually is <laughs> some pasta, I think.
4: A little pasta and a little love. There
3: might be a couple candles and a bottle of wine. All right.
2: So as fans probably know, uh, May 5th is when, I guess what the show is calling it, Dante and Lulu take their relationship to the next level. So <laughs> what's the next level? I mean, does that mean uh, going upstairs?
3: I, I live in a loft, so it's all on one level. Um.
4: <laughs> uh, they they, uh, they hit the sheet. Yeah.
2: Now, something that I think is interesting, with a lot of soap couples, they usually end up in bed together relatively quickly. But for the, for Dante and Lulu, it hasn't been. It's been... Sort of slow and steady, and there've been little teases along the way. Uh, Is that something that I'm sure that hasn't been lost on you guys?
3: No, I mean it. It it was at one point I was like, okay, when's this going to happen? You know, (laughs) and then like you know one night I fell asleep. There was like phone calls left, right, and center. People walking in on us. My mom bringing me casseroles. Like every time it looked like something was going to happen. and, I, you know, one time I came upstairs and talked to the head writer, and I was like, what's going on? He's like, just be patient, be patient, it's going to happen. And I was like, oh, okay.
4: I loved it because most of the other ones that I've done have been, like, exactly what you said where, you know, you're kind of rushed into it. So I knew the fact that they were taking their time meant they really cared about the longevity of this relationship and, and really telling a story. So um, it's I was totally excited about it.
2: Well, we have someone who wants to speak to you. It's a fan. It's Jennifer from Tennessee. Jennifer, welcome to Soap Central Live. Thank you. Hi, Jennifer.
5: Hi. Hi. Uh, Dominic, I actually met you in Philadelphia, the Domaholic.
2: Oh, yeah. How are you doing?
5: <laughs> good. How are you?
2: I'm very well. Thank you. So <laughs> what is your question, Jennifer?
5: Well, first, May 5th is called Lante Licious Day. Okay. Cool. Delicious. Wow. <laughs> you know, you know, Lante is Lulu and Dante put together, right?
3: Right. Yes. Yes. Yes.
5: Okay. 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 So that's what we're calling it, Lante Delicious Day.
3: Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I hope um, our Lante deliciously
5: and delicious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, congratulations on your Emmy, Julie. By the way, thank you. Thank you. Uh, well deserved. Thank you so um, much. What? Uh, Scenes
3: that you've done
5: together is your favorite? Favorite.
3: <laughs> May 5th, baby. May 5th. <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen it
5: yet, but I can tell you it's my favorite, too.
3: Okay, good. You haven't even seen it yet.
5: <laughs> thank you
2: so much for calling in, Jennifer. Uh, thank you. Thanks, Jennifer.
5: See you in Chicago, Dominic.
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> so, uh, Lante Licious, that's,
3: that's the first one. Yeah, I have heard that either. We're learning all sorts of new things today.
2: It, and that's a good segue for, I guess, the next question. At the top of the show, I teased that you two have a new honor, and I don't think it's one that anyone else in daytime has received. Uh, you guys have a cupcake named after you called the maybe Lante-licious after this, after this interview.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so let's, let's talk a little bit. It, but first of all, the cupcake sounds delicious. Uh, so I'm going to let you guys talk about it. I'm assuming uh, you've had a chance to sample them. I've seen a picture with you holding the cupcakes.
3: Yeah, they're tasty. Um,
4: yeah, they're uh, the cake is a. Um, let's see, it's like a bourbon chocolate cake with, and you have to say the cream because you can say with the
3: mascarpone uh, whipped uh, cream cream in, in the, the in the
4: middle of the cake, and then. The frosting is a kind of chocolate hazelnut mocha, m- mocha coffee, That's and mocha. they call it mocha mocha like um, frosting. And then on top are these like little malt balls. It's totally ridiculously luntelicious.
3: Yeah, they're unbelievable.
4: Now there
2: actually is going to be a promotion. This uh, the bakery is. The Vanilla Bake Shop. It is at 512 Wilshire Boulevard in Santa Monica, California. For folks who want some more information, you can go now to slash cupcake uh, and you can get some more information there. But they're doing a giveaway, from what I understand.
3: Yeah, what is it? On yeah, Wednesday? the first
4: two. I think it's the first 200 people who go in and are Lou Dante fans get a free Lante cupcake.
2: Will they be camped out like they were for iPads, do you think?
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs> They're definitely like cheaper than iPads, so maybe we'll have more.
4: <laughs> yeah. We'll see how popular we are. <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: Yes, were, either of
2: the two of you, were you involved in coming up with the, with the flavors? Did you have any input on that?
4: Yeah. I mean, we, we definitely talked to um, the people who made the cupcake, and, and you know, they, they watched the show, and so they knew, uh, you know, a lot about our characters, and we all discussed, Trying um, to figure
3: out ideas that was things that were Dante, things that were Lulu, to and, blend them together. And we worked with them to come up with ingredients, basically.
4: And they 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 were the obviously the brains behind making it actually taste good. So. <laughs> and I'm guessing Dominic
2: was the mascarpone, mascarpone part because uh, that's right when that I can pronounce it, Julie.
3: <laughs> yes. That's right. That was the Italian. Well, I think you can say it both ways. I just like sounding Italian. That's all.
4: I, I like it better in Italian too. So um, yeah, he was. That was like a big ingredient that more resembles Dante. and
3: Italian. Because it's whipped and cheesy. And then the
4: Lulu is, um, we decided the malt balls (laughs) would be Lulu. Which is just
3: funny. You can make as many jokes as you want. But it's
4: really a very decadent, um, like special kind of chocolate to have. And so we thought, you know, the rarity in the, this, this, Special aspect. Blue is so rare blue. and
3: special and high class, <laughs> like the chocolate. Yes,
4: exactly. <laughs> oh, we
2: are. It's hard to believe, but we're coming up almost to the end of the segment. I want to get in at least one more call here for you uh, from somewhere in Pennsylvania. We have Bridget. Bridget, are you there? Hi. Um, Hi, Bridget,
5: how are you? Dominic and Julie. Hi, Bridget. Um, especially to Dominic, I met you last week, in Pennsylvania. Actually, my question was just answered. I wanted to know if the cupcake uh, thing was true or not, because I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but I wanted to know um, to Dominic what you thought of the um, fan events last week. Did you have a good time?
3: I had an amazing time. Again, like that's another thing I went to, and I was, like, didn't know what to expect because I had never been to a fan event before. And uh, Which event did you go to?
5: Pennsylvania,
4: the one in Pennsylvania. Yeah,
3: that was great. That was actually one of the like of the like. They were all awesome, to tell you the truth. I mean, uh, it was just like a nonstop kind of whirlwind trip. Um, but you guys were phenomenal everywhere we went. We got treated like gold, and uh, and I was just talking to Ronnie and Tally the other day, and we just we were talking about how much fun we had on the weekend. And I don't know, I just felt good. You guys were really receptive and and nice to all of us. So thank you.
5: Oh, very cool. You're welcome. Well, congratulations, guys. Um, you know, everybody's uh, loves you guys. Or you guys have a lot of fans, and they're pretty fierce. So they're like fighting to make sure that you, your couple stays together on the show and stuff. So no Good. Fun. Yay!
3: Well, thank <laughs> you. Thanks for calling in, Bridget. <laughs> no I appreciate it. Cheating for
5: anybody? <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. okay. Thanks, right, Bridget. Bye.
2: And I think we have time for one more call. Let's mix things up a little bit, and we have Tony. Tony from. Illinois, Tony. Are you there?
8: Yes, I am. Dan, how
2: are you? I'm pretty good. How about yourself? I'm good. Uh, Say hello, hello to Dominic and Julie. Julie. Hello,
5: Dominic and Julie.
3: Hey, Tony. Hi. Hey you uh, doing? first of all, I want to congratulate you on both of you you're doing a fantastic job with the storyline you're doing, and both of you acting very well, especially with all
5: the drama going the courtroom lately. <laughs> Thanks. i tell you what? Well, speaking of which, um, now that the talk about Michael and Claudia is out.
2: Will Lulu and Dante be forgiven for their betrayals?
4: Ooh, Ooh, that's a question I don't think we even know the answer to, to be honest.
3: I think it's going to take a lot of time. I mean, at this point, no. In the foreseeable future, we have not anything that's going to be – I think we're going to be on the outside looking in for quite a while. Um, If everyone could just understand that we're trying to do the best – Thing but you Michael, know what? You know?
4: Like, our people isolating us just brings us together, so exactly. it just means more Lante and
3: Locked lo- up in my life. Love. Yeah, Locked Lante,
4: <laughs> Loft,
2: Lockup. <laughs> thank cool. you so much for calling in, Tony.
8: Okay, thank you, my thing,
5: guys. Thank you for continued success with the show. Continue thank success, guys. You.
2: Well, we've come to the end of the segment. I want to thank both of you for dropping by here.
3: Our pleasure. Thank you very much for having us.
2: Of course, General Hospital airs weekdays on ABC. You can check your local listings for the time and channel in your area. And be sure to circle Wednesday, May 5th on your calendar because it's the day that Dante-licious take their relationship to the next level. To the right, Coming up in the next half hour, I'm going to take some of your calls and we'll talk more about the latest and greatest and what's going on in the world of soaps. So hit the phone lines and we'll be back with more with Soap Central live after the break.
6: opinion your voice counts call toll free 1-866-472-5787 1-866-472-5787 voiceamerica.com
1: hey so fans are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series
6: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com
1: You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want a dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories.
2: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and I want to thank Dominic and Julie once again for dropping by in the last half hour. Now, I know a lot of you were on the lines hoping to talk to them. Uh, they didn't have the full hour to drop on by, but hopefully they'll be back in the near future. If any of you would like to come on the air and chat with me, you're certainly welcome to do so. I know there's a lot to talk about. You don't have to feel as though uh, you can't talk to me. So for the rest of you out there, you can call 866-472-5788, and we can talk about anything and everything SOAPS. It doesn't have to just be General Hospital, but... We have on the line, as we always do after a nice GH visit, we have our Two Scoops columnist from Subcentral.com, Tammy Lou, who is here to talk about anything that comes to her mind. So (laughs) welcome, Tammy (laughs) Lou. That that
8: leaves the door wide open, Dan. (laughs) Well,
2: you know, I'm, I'm thinking one of the things that I have found out is that there sometimes are news stories that may not be specifically related to shows that a soap fan watches, but they still may go and be nosy and check out and see what's going on. And one of them that I'd like to get your immediate feedback on is the announcement that David Hasselhoff, known as Knight Rider and and the shirtless guy from Baywatch, is returning to The Young and the Restless.
8: I'm actually really excited about that. (laughs) Really? I watched The Young and the Restless like when I was 12 and he was on it when I was young and, you know, he was one of my first soap crushes when I was a youngster.
7: <laughs>
8: oh, so I'm I'm think it's going to be really cool that he's coming back after all these years.
2: The truth comes. Wow, see, these are the kind of <laughs> bombshells that happen every week on Soap Central Live. Always be sure to tune in. You never know uh, what people will say. Now, I'm assuming that you were able to listen to the last half hour with Dominic and Julie.
8: I was, and they're adorable, aren't they?
2: Oh, they were. They were a joy. You could tell that they were having. Uh, a lot of fun. In their jobs. <laughs> Absolutely. So, did anything in the last half hour surprise you, or was there anything that you were sort of happy to hear?
8: Well, I, I was happy to hear, you know, from, like Dominic said, a lot of the things that he's doing and Julie too. That this is their first experience, so all the things that they're getting to do as part of this, going to fan events and getting to meet, you know, Tony and Jeannie and Maurice and everything. Those are all exciting new things for them. They're not jaded, you know, they haven't been doing this for so many years that it's lost its appeal to them, so it's great to hear they're having a good time, because they're giving us such a good time watching I mean, they're, you know, obviously they won every award they could, so we're, we're loving them, it's <laughs> good to know they're loving us back.
2: Well, you know, it, it, it's interesting, not in a sort of a bizarre way, but knowing who these folks are, I think I would be absolutely terrified to have to be in a scene with any of the three people, Tony Geary, Junie Francis, Maurice Menard, I think it would be I'd be, you know, shaking in my boots.
8: I would be, too. I, I don't think i you know, I could talk a mile a minute, but if I was in the room with one of those three people, I would be speechless, <laughs> which is unheard of.
2: Now, of course, you write the Two Scoops column for SoapCentral.com's General Hospital section every week. Yes. And I'm wondering, based upon this crazy week of, of shows on GH, can you give us a little bit of a preview of what you might be talking about in your column coming up for next week?
8: Well, actually, I think Dante gave us one of the week's most surprising moments on today's episode. Uh, I hope everybody that's listening has watched the episode already. It was kind of previewed at the end of yesterday that he gave up Michael. None of us were expecting that. We we didn't see it coming. We thought he was going to hide his brother away. And uh, when he burst into the courtroom and admitted that Michael was the one that killed Claudia, we were all kind of collectively gasping.
2: (laughs) Well, Dante has sort of an interesting family relationship as I mentioned earlier in this hour uh, he didn't know where his father shot him his father didn't know that of course Dante was his son right now he's turned in his half-brother and it's just sort of uh, a crazy madness where nobody much really likes Dante
8: I know I think he has a real inner struggle between doing what he wants to do and what he thinks is the right thing to do. And I think those lines are getting blurred for him that he doesn't even know what the right thing is. He's trying to justify it. He thinks he's doing what's best for Michael, as he just said in the interview. He thinks he's doing the right thing, but, of course, it's probably going to, you know, wreck Michael's life. We'll have to wait and see how it plays out.
2: Now, before we go on to another uh, sort of big GH news, I do want to invite everyone who wants to call in to do so at eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight. It doesn't have to just be about General Hospital. You can call about any of the soaps. But something that may appeal to folks who stopped watching General Hospital for one reason or another is the rumored imminent return of Vanessa Marcel as Brenda.
8: That certainly excites me, too. Yeah. I know that a lot of people are kind of rooting for Sonny and Olivia, but, sh- but Brenda has always been my favorite matchup with Sonny.
2: What about their, their pairing was so magical?
8: I don't know what it is. I mean, if I had to put my finger on it, she was, you know, quite a bit younger than him when they first got together, and at first it was kind of uh, a forbidden love sort of thing. Hmm. (laughs) But over the years, I I don't know, they, they just have a chemistry that when they're in the room together, you can't take your eyes off of them. They're riveting to watch. And... That that was another one of those situations where Brenda thought she was doing the right thing by getting, you know, turning Sonny in and wearing a wire and getting information on him. And that didn't play out the way she anticipated either. (laughs) Well,
2: more than anyone else, uh, Vanessa Marcel's return always seems to be something that, let's say every three or four months, it pops up as, oh, she's coming back, oh, she's coming back. I remember maybe on your first appearance on the show, or it could have been... On the first episode uh, of Soap Central Live, we were talking about the lines of communication were open, it was going to happen, it was going to happen, and that's almost four months ago now, and still she's not there. What do you think makes people so interested in what Vanessa Marcel's doing and whether or not she's returning to the show?
8: Well, I think that she was so popular that everyone was disappointed when she left. So I think, like, when Las Vegas was canceled and everybody knew she was on the market again, everybody kind of hoped she'd come back because we didn't want her to ever leave in the first place. So I think every time everybody knows that she's between projects, we get hopeful, you know. And, um you know, she's got a lot of – she's got history with Jack. She's got history with Sunny. She's got history with Jason. She's You know, there's a lot of people in town that – uh she plays well against and I think that she's just a very engaging character and you know she can do wonderful drama scenes, she can do great comedy scenes, she's just you know really magnificent performer.
2: No, I can see that and every time it seems as though she's headed back, she lands another part and off she goes and you know the hopes If of, only of she wasn't so darn
8: pretty <laughs> 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 and talented.
2: And, of course, she is an Emmy winner uh, yeah. a couple of years back. And speaking of the Emmys, it gives me a really good segue into the daytime Emmys are on the move. They are headed to Las Vegas, Sin City, which, strangely enough, considering all the sins on the soap, uh, <laughs> Probably I guess seems sort of fitting that they'll be held June 27th. It's a Sunday, uh, and it will be airing on... CBS. Any surprises that after all of that hullabaloo about that nobody wanted the Daytime Emmys last year, now here we are with an announcement, and the Emmys are going to air so soon.
8: Well, I'm really glad that they're going to a major network. I know last year that not everybody got uh, the network that they aired on, and so there were people that really wanted to see them that didn't get to I got a lot of letters about that last year that certain markets didn't carry certain networks. And so I didn't know that were... the CW wasn't available everywhere. It's not. Okay. So... It's good for it's definitely going to give it a a bigger audience, which I think is great. And you know, I think Las Vegas is kind of a fun town. I I can drive to Las Vegas from my house. (laughs) I think I might show up. We'll see see you there.
2: Apparently, any thoughts uh, in the short term, maybe of some early GH contenders? Of course, everybody knows that the pre-nominations are already out, but the nominations themselves don't hit the air until may 12th so we're still uh, what about just under two weeks away from finding out who's going to be nominated anything in your head that stands out that ooh, you know certainly someone so is a shoe in for a nomination
8: well if i had to give an emmy to anyone this year i think i'd give it to lexi ainsworth who's done a, a remarkable job with christina and her abuse storyline this year i just i think she really shone and uh... I don't know if she's going to actually get a nomination, but I'd certainly vote for her if I, if the power was in my hands. And, oh, my gosh, there's been it's been a really good year on General Hospital. We've had a lot of really great storylines, and so many people are strong. I mean, I think that Olivia did a great job with her struggle this year, uh, Lisa LeCicero, mm-hmm. actually, uh, having to come out and finally admit that Dante was Sonny's son. I mean, there's just been some really... Powerful stories. So I hope that all the people that you know were involved in those get recognized somehow. Of course, we recognize them in the Dankies, but yes. <laughs> I want them to actually get the statue in Vegas.
2: Well, we have a st- well. We don't really have a statue. We just have a mouse that's been spray painted gold. But it's a start. <laughs> it's something. It is sort of the thought that counts. And we give them a commemorative T-shirt that you know says. I won a at Central dot com.
8: Now, do you do the mouse spray painting yourself, Dan? Is that part of the like the side job is crafts? And... <laughs>
2: it is. It is. I haven't quite gotten to uh, decoupage anything or making you know like a, a mouse pinata, but uh, certainly you know buy a, a bunch of mice in bulk and you know show your ID to get the spray paint right. and, <laughs> and spray painting a bunch of. Uh, gold mice. It sounds like, a, sounds like a plan. If not, well, I don't know how I'm going to get them on the airplane. But uh, we only have about two minutes left in this segment. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm almost sure that the General Hospital would get a nomination for Outstanding Drama Series. There's been so much that's been going on, but I don't know. It's always tough to figure out who's going to be given a nomination because they pick just one episode from an entire Years worth of that hardly material, and you know, you could just have one really good day, right? Uh, or one really good show. Uh, <laughs> sort of like me. You never know. There could be just one really good show. That no, we no that's to. not
8: true. Now, come on. Uh, now, if I were picking a show, the day that uh, Lucky found out that Elizabeth and Nicholas were cheating on him, and he definitely. had his meltdown. I think Jonathan Jackson is another Emmy-worthy guy, and I think that would be a great performance for them to turn into the the Emmy nominee viewers that was a great episode I have I have a TiVo and I have like four or five episodes from this year saved that I'll never erase absolutely so
2: good. I'm right there with you now <laughs> uh, we have a caller but we don't have time in this segment to take the caller so if you'll stick around we'll absolutely. see who's on hold and we'll talk more after okay. the break here on Subcentral Live
6: Can you imagine a technology that takes human consciousness to the next level? One that reveals a new understanding of what is valuable and possible in the abundant support of life? The truth is, we already have that technology. We simply need to awaken to it and become the value it creates. For more about this, please tune in to Awakening Value, Shamanic Technologies of Consciousness and Success with host Marty Spiegelman. Awakening Value is live every Thursday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com
1: You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories.
2: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and I'm counting down the minutes until I'm able to go and get a Lante Cupcake. It uh, <laughs> sounded quite tasty. I'm joined in this second half hour by the Two Scoops columnist for General Hospital, Tammy Lou.
8: Hey, Dan.
2: We have I'm a caller. a
8: lot closer to that cupcake than you are, you know.
2: <laughs> I know. I'll race you there. <laughs> <laughs> we have a caller who uh, has been waiting for a little bit. I want to make sure that we get her on the air. It is Jenna Michelle from over there in New Jersey. Jenna, welcome to the show. Hi. Sorry to keep you waiting.
5: That's okay i been enjoying the show. I'm good. I'm glad. So
2: let's talk about what's on your mind in the world of soaps.
5: Well, because um, they're always on my mind. Of course. And General Hospital, I think it's been so good lately. Loving well, let me, it.
2: Let me ask you, uh, you listened to the, the last half hour. Uh, was there anything that you found particularly interesting or maybe that surprised you uh, with Dominic and Julie?
5: Um, well, I actually read about this on Facebook before, but the fact that they're having the cupcake thing, I think that's adorable. That's <laughs> sort of related, but,
8: yeah. It sounds
2: tasty, doesn't it? Yeah,
5: dark, it's so cute.
2: Dark chocolate, whipped mascarpone cream center.
8: I wonder if this bakery's going to be able to keep up with all their
2: orders. See, that's what I was wondering, but, you know, I checked out the website, and there are, there's well, there's plenty of cupcakes to go around, but <laughs> remember, everybody, it's just the first 200 people, and you can again get more information and even see a picture of the cupcake with Dominic and Julie at subcentral.com cupcake. That's pretty simple. It'll take you right to where you need to go to. Now let's go, since I know that you are a one-life-to-live fan, Jenna.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: ABC uh, recently addressed the cancellation rumors uh, that have apparently been going on for, I want to say, at least a year. And they said, you know, listen... Uh, the show isn't in danger of going anywhere. We're making some changes because we want to make sure that the show stays on the air. And I'm wondering, as a fan, uh, does it do you any good? Does it make you feel good to hear someone say, listen, you know, please calm down. We're not going anywhere. We're doing everything in our power to stay on the air.
5: Um, well, on the one hand, yeah, that's pretty to hear. But on the other hand, no, because a lot of times... You, you get those kind of statements, and, like, you've heard the rumors, and the rumors turn out to be true. So, I like, the cancellation rumors for a live have been around for, like, ever, and I really, I hope it doesn't get canceled, but I don't know. You hear them, too, about, like, all these talk shows ABC wants to produce next, for next season, and it's like, um, there's only so many hours in the daytime schedule. Something would have to go, probably. And if they took off the soap, it'd probably be one month to live.
2: Well, let's hope as, as soap fans, uh, folks know that just because we're talking about maybe General Hospital or One Life to Live Today it doesn't mean that we don't like all of the soaps, and certainly right. you'll find that out in the next couple of weeks. We have people from all over daytime dropping by to talk. Uh, let me just uh, thank you so much, Jennifer, for calling in and, of course, for staying on hold. Hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to you again in the upcoming weeks.
5: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.
2: However, that being said, Tammy Lou. Yes. Uh, I do have my, not necessarily my favorite, but it's the soap that got me started, and it's all my children. And had it not really been for all my children, I wouldn't be doing SoapCentral.com. So certainly, it holds a special place in my heart. And today, I have to tell you, it was uh, squealable. At the end of the episode, we found out that Amanda's stalker is none other than her mother, Janet from another planet, Green. Oh my
8: goodness. Is, is she's That's pretty bad. Hands. If your mother's stalking you,
2: my mother doesn't stalk me, so I, I can't really. I can't speak. Um, I, I don't know about that. But do
8: we know why?
2: Why my mother doesn't stalk me? You no,
8: know why Janet is stalking her daughter? Because she's cuckoo. I'm
2: going. <laughs> this is a woman who beamed someone over the head with a crowbar. Who. Uh, threw her sister down a well and assumed her identity so that she could sleep with her sister's man. She ended up getting no, that's pregnant. some serious lust. Uh, it's crazy. And <laughs> today, today she uh, we don't know exactly quite what she did, but it looks like she beamed somebody else over the head. It, uh, an off-duty police officer tossed her in the closet and is peering out through the slats on the closet door looking at her daughter. It's kind of fun.
8: I think I'm going to have to go download that episode. I'm sure I didn't tape it now. It sounds like a can't miss. And
2: that was at the end, so I hopefully I didn't ruin it out there for anybody. That was the end of the show, but there's a whole lot of good stuff uh, going on. And you know, certainly I know that there are a lot of people who watch All My Children who are concerned that one of the biggest stars, David Canary, has left the show. He plays Adam and Stuart, until Stuart was killed off. And, you know, he departed the show last week. And certainly it's a big loss for the show. Anytime you have someone who's won five daytime Emmys.
7: Oh,
8: yeah, he's, he's phenomenal. I mean, he's been on forever, and it, it's always a blow to, you know, to longtime fans when one of their favorite characters leaves.
2: And not only that, but last week we also had the show address the death of James Mitchell, who plays Palmer Cortland, and it was, without a doubt, one of the most cheer-jerking episodes that All My Children has done in quite some time. I certainly recommend if folks didn't get a chance to catch it, they can read our recaps over on Subcentral.com. Just click on All My Children, go to the Recaps tab, and click Last Week. It was uh, Tuesday's episode. It was one of those uh, let, the, let the Kleenex... Nearby, because you know that you're going to be crying and sobbing and and, and going on. And yes, I will admit, uh, I did lose it. Next No, I I did lose it, and you can find out exactly why in my two scoops for all my children this week. Um, I'm trying to think. There's certainly I know, I saw in the numbers that your column this week is super hot. So for folks who haven't had a chance yet to read it. Uh, in maybe 30 seconds or less, what were you talking about that's got people so up in arms?
8: I was talking about the recast of Michael, and not just the recast in general, but the timing of it, because they have this huge storyline that we've been following for months, and just mm-hmm. as we get to the climax of it, they change actors.
5: <laughs> this
8: was not a popular decision. My mailbox is proof of that. I've gotten hundreds of letters this week from people that are just you know, astounded. Not so much that the character was recast, but that he was a recast now instead of, you know, three months down the road when this is kinda of settled down. Yeah, that can
2: I guess it can be jarring. I know that you know some recasts who've been around now for a year and I still have to remember who is oh yeah, that's right. right that's who right. it is. On on all the shows. Um, I can't believe it. We are again at the end of an episode. This is the seventeenth edition of Soap Central Live. So Wow. And you've been a part of quite a few of them, so I want to thank you for again dropping by My Tammy pleasure Lou. as always, Dan. I also want to thank this week's special guests, Julie Berman and Dominic Zampronia. Of course, they're from ABC's General Hospital. For more information on that free cupcake giveaway, you can head to SoapCentral.com slash cupcake. Don't forget to circle May 5th on your calendar. That's the day that Lulu and Dante do the do. And a reminder that Ricky Paul Golden's new show, Scene vs. Believing, premieres this Sunday, May 2nd at 8 p.m. on TLC. Ricky was a guest on Soap Central Live last week, and if you missed it, Head over to SoapCentral.com slash radio and you can hear him talk about everything that you can expect from seen versus believing. He talks with his co-star, Chriselle Staus, about what's coming on on All My Children, and it was great all the way around. And next week, it's going to be another blockbuster. I have Victoria Rowell, who's stopping by to talk about her new book, Secrets of a Soap Opera Diva. It's guaranteed to be, uh, guaranteed to be such a great show. You're not going to want to miss it. But until then... I'm Dan Kroll signing off for another edition of Soap Central Live. See you back here next week.
6: Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.
0: Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com.